Como vai? And welcome to another episode of Sufi Podcast, episode 52. We are in season six, as I pull up Parata, in my uh, luchador mask. Um, yeah, so how you guys are doing? I have another awesome guest who I've known for so long, and I finally got him to come to the to the show, Mr. Salim. Peace, peace. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me, brother. So Salim manages a lot of artists. Uh, he does event. Well, he used to do event, event management. I don't know if he still do it. In the cut with but, that a little bit. Yeah, just just tell, give the people a little summary of what you do. Um, talent manager. Uh, I, I manage a couple of uh, hip hop artists, mm-hmm. uh, most notably Fly Anakin, and um, recently uh, Cormega, mm-hmm. who I'm now managing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, still doing um, some events. Um, but most of that is related towards the D.C. area when um, I used to be associated with the Howard Theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. And then, um, you know, just enjoying the married life and just trying to stay in the cut. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, congratulations on your marriage and all this and that. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Know? you. His lovely wife is here. I know you can't see her on camera, but she is here. Yeah, my, my baby's with here. His little doggy. No doubt. Um, so, dude, I've met this guy in Atlanta. Yes. Uh, what was that thing called again? We was that there? was a A three C. A three C. And we met up. What we were, we all first met in the lobby. Yes, in the lobby, A three C. And it was the iconic pick of Alchemist, uh-huh. Rock, yeah, yourself, yeah, Ag the Coroner, mm-hmm. um, young rapper by the name of Matt who used to hang out with us, but yeah. now he's doing movies and mm-hmm. stuff out in in L A. Yeah, and um, I forget who else was in that picture, but I know it was a lot of us. Yeah, man. So how far we have both come from that one <laughs> picture. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's so funny. Like, you know, you were doing stuff for Man Bites Dog Records. Yes. Then I think after that you started doing the, uh, like the, event, the Howard Theater stuff. Yeah, Howard Theater, yeah. And then, segue to that, then you started managing artists. Yes. So it's like, <laughs> it's like in like 10 years, you just metamorphosed into like this... This, yeah. this artist manager who has and I'm saying like you did all this work bro like I'm, I'm gonna say like I'm so proud of you bro cause Thank I you, saw man. you from day uno yes from this guy saying okay I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm doing this for my family stuff like that and dude you did it you know what I'm saying you told me he's gonna come to New York yeah you told me all of this you told me he's gonna do it and you did it and now you have a lovely wife and a dog bro like Yes. <laughs> this is what it is. Yes. So, so how does it feel, bro? How does it feel to to you accomplish so much? And I know you're still accomplishing new things every day. But honestly, you, it's, honestly, honestly, John, it's still uh, it's still humbling. Yeah. Um, I don't take any of this for granted because I know it can be snatched, mm-hmm. you know, from me any time, mm-hmm. any day. You know, I just try to keep. Uh, my relationship's genuine mm-hmm. and continue to uh, display a positive attitude mm-hmm. and, you know, a peaceful attitude because, you know, that's how I usually am. Right. And just have a penchant for trying to make things work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, with everything that's been happening from first starting out at Man Bites Dog, shout out to A.G. The Coroner, who, who was the spark for that, who gave me my start. And now blossoming into managing, you know, some dope hip hop artists mm-hmm. and still putting together some dope shows for the Howard Theater right. um, where I was there for five years and mm-hmm. had a beautiful run there. So uh, one day at a time, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you um, I know you managed Fly Anakin. He's dope. Yes. Thank you. I love that um, song he did with uh, Mad Lib. Thank you very remix. much. Yes, uh, the no dough. Yeah, yeah, no, and and we just did. Crazy. Yeah, we just dropped the remix. How did you How did you link up with him? Um, honestly, um, I I linked up with Fly Anakin through my former artist. I used to manage Uncle John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I met um, him. Mm-hmm. Uncle John was uh, the one who introduced me to you know a lot of the Mutant Academy yeah. and a lot of this new underground renaissance mm-hmm. so to speak you know with some of the MCs that they're all uh, I guess in association with and um, you know just Anakin whenever he came to DC you know he was always performing with with Ankh mm-hmm. so it was just a genuine you know 
relationship from there. And um, I know when I, I moved to New York mm -hmm. in uh, March of 20, 2021, mm -hmm. he reached out to me in June. And I, I remember I remember him saying something on Twitter. It was like, I'm in need of management, but the last management I had uh, kind of traumatized me. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't think on anything of it because I was still figuring out what I was doing. And at that time, I had just started working with uh, Jay Period. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he called me and, you know, we had a talk. And, you know, I told him I wanted to make sure that it felt right. So, I, you know, I went back to Ankh like, yo, um, you know, I know I'm more so like big OG in the cut. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, Anakin asked me to to manage him. I want to know how you feel about that. Mm -hmm. You know, off the break, he, like, blessings, that's my brother. If anything, right. he needs that. Right. And then the second person I went to ask was the manager that he used to deal with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's a good brother of mine that I've known. I had no, you know, no inkling of what the dealings was, what they had, mm -hmm. you know, what his relationship was to me was through a triumvirate of myself, him, and Jazz. You know, Jazz, uh, you ain't gang who yeah. manages Rock Marciano. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we would always have our talks and things of that nature, but I wanted to let him know I wasn't swooping in to pick up his former artists, anything like that, because I knew that they have, you know, former relations. But, mm -hmm. you know, for my conscience and for my peace of mind, you know, I wanted to put it all out there because, you know, certain things can be misconstrued out here with the quote-unquote internets. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So I know however I move, I want to make sure it's always right and exact. Mm -hmm. And when both of those two were perfectly cool with it, came back to Anakin, was like, let's, 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 let's rock out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've been moving ever since. Right. You know, he, right. he dropped a a critically acclaimed album, March 11th, titled Frank. Mm -hmm. And um, he has some amazing uh, production on there from Mad Lib to, you know, Grey Matter to Psycho Sid mm -hmm. to Foise, who is now uh, featured on the second album that's dropping, Skinamax, mm -hmm. and is totally produced by Foise. And, you know, we're going to get things rolling at the top of the year in January, so... We got some we got some things in the bag with Fly Anakin. Right. Yeah. So yeah, um I remember when uh, I had my old show, you and uh Unk Yeah, um what was oh my god, uh 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 Been there rock. Yeah, been there rock that with yeah. uh with Prince. Yeah, shout yes. out to Prince. Shout out to Prince. Um, yeah, you guys and that's and even not even from then, bro, you changed. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just that you're just different. You have a different aura. Yeah. You know? Um, I can remember that because I remember I asked Uncle to us. Uh, <laughs> you gonna you gonna laugh at this? But I was like, oh, spit a uh, rap or, or, or do something or, or, or spit a line. Remember? Remember, yeah, he I was remember. like, nah, I'm not, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was like, Celine was dying off of that. Yeah, I remember that. But um, yeah, man. So it's it's hard managing one person, right? You manage many. Yeah, you know, like. Because people don't understand, like, the process of managing managing somebody. It's actually, it's hard. Yeah, it's very, it's... it's you know, it's, it's difficult. You know what I'm saying? I used to yes. manage AG. Yes. Um, It was difficult. Mm -hmm. So you don't, like, how do you get through that? Like, you just, or, you know, you you, you just, like, woosah in the kitchen or something. Well, uh, I know, I know a mainstay for me that helps keep me calm is my wife. Right. Because she was the one who told me, you know, when I get up here, don't burn out. Mm-hmm. Cause she knew I was literally burning out in DC. Right. You know. You were going hard in DC. I must say. Cause yeah, that that was talk, a, that that was attributed to a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I had to go hard yeah, because I was, you know, behind the scenes, I was going through some dark stuff. So right, right. I just tried to keep myself busy. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it was going on in DC, I made sure my, you know, my fingerprints was all over yeah. it. So, you know, um, sometimes it's a woosah moment. But I think I have a talent in multitasking mm -hmm. for certain things, you know, when it comes to certain situations. And it's unfortunate to, you know, work with artists who are 
you know, self-motivated, um, don't need you to push the button for them to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's more so um, I'm a buffer in place to make sure that, you know, if certain things come their way, mm-hmm. it's right and exact. If it If it's not right, let's move past to the next one. And then at the same time, I'm here to try to gain them certain opportunities through booking, whether it's, you know, shows, you know, interviews, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever comes along with that and been fortunate that there's been a lot of blessings that comes along with that. And I just try to attribute it to each, you know, artist I work with in whatever capacity they need me. Right, because you definitely got to be like a people person. Because all these artists you have, they all different people. And, you know what I'm saying? It's different. like they all in some way, you know, are different. You know what I'm saying? You can't like talk to one and then talk to the exactly. same. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have an art. You know, that's an art in itself. I tell people that. Thank you. <laughs> I never looked, you know, I never looked at it that way. It's, dude, it, it, trust me. Me, me, like managing this person and then have to talk to this person, you can't talk to people the same way because people take things different. Yeah, they definitely do. You can be normal with somebody and they'll be like, oh, well, Salim said this, you know, and they'll get upset. Right. <laughs> and right. you just said something normal. I'm just saying normal. You know? Yeah, you're right. But, um, yeah, man. So, and uh, you, so you still do stuff with uh, rock. Yeah. Um. Actually, we. Uh. I'm kind of supposed to kind of like keep that on the hush, but uh. Right. You know, I'm gonna. You know, starting in 2023. You know, I'll be um, tour management for rock. Blood clot. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so like I'm, a shot. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a drink for that. <laughs> Jesus. So peace. I'm literally uh. You know, just from him and Jazz, you know, welcoming me into, you know. Shout out to Jazz. Their cypher, you know, it, I didn't think that this, you know, going on 10-year journey with them would, you know, come to, you know, this. I would just more so played in the cut, you know, help with rollout, definitely promotion. Yeah. You know, run, you know, the team social, you know, for rock, make sure we engage with the fans mm-hmm. and things of that nature. and you know, work side by side, right hand with my man Jazz on, you know, whenever he need me and whatever capacity that Rock needed me. But uh, a lot of things came to fruition this year, yeah. you know, with the drop of the Elephant Man's Bones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just started looking a lot more opportunities just started coming, you know, Rock's way mm-hmm. via that album and... You know, my brother just started calling me out the blue. And yeah. I was like, my wife would tell you, I would be surprised looking at my phone. Like, right. what's up? You know, I, anytime yeah. I check in with him, I'm asking him what's popping with him. What what we doing? Right, right, right. And then when he started checking with me, I started noticing the relationship started to change in a more, definitely in a positive manner. But mm-hmm. I started seeing him. He's like, okay, I this guy been with me 10 years in the cut and never asked me for nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, I guess he seen that and he seen my loyalty and wanted to make sure that I was, uh, you know, rewarded for it. Because, so, bro, you deserve it. Uh, man, you've, been doing, I'm, I'm, you've been doing so much for him. Because trust me, I was there. You know what I'm saying? These shows, all the shows, the Highline Ballroom show. The show he did like here or there like you always a connector in some shape form or fashion you know what I'm saying like so it's only right he keeps somebody that he knows has his best interest in mind yeah definitely and I'm I'm honestly super thankful for that yeah, like man. rockers rockers man that's somebody I can just like now I can just call and just build with and it and it literally isn't about the music right. or what's next it's right. literally about yo what's up with life mm-hmm. yo how you doing like or what you working on next, or what you got going for you? So, you know, you know, it wasn't like that before. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess going on my ten thousand hours, man. You know, you start <laughs> seeing some some things differently. So yeah, bro. I'm like, simply thankful. I'm glad you're still around that that aura, because I mean, I remember, you know, Rock is amazing, bro. Yeah, and I've seen him perform in Atlanta. I've seen him perform in New York. Yeah, performing. He's different. DC. He just. He's different. He's different, bro. Yeah, he's different. He's different. So it's good that you're, you know, you're around. Still that. connected. Yeah, it's, it's still connected. Cause yeah, for sure. <laughs> you've done a lot. Thank you. Man. You know what I'm saying? Because I, because I know, brother, yeah, because I know your side of it. Yeah. You know, 
Like I know the, okay, I'm gonna run his meet and greet or I'm gonna connect him with this one so this can happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that sure. was all you, bro. You should be proud of that. Hey, man, I'm just trying to help connect the dots. Yeah, you know, cool. somebody connect the dots for me. You know, yeah. it's just, I show my equality, as we say, in, you know, the 5% nation. You know, mm-hmm. what I want for my brother and sister is what I want, for, you know, what I want for myself is what, what I want for my brother and my sister. So, mm-hmm. you know, why not try to pay it forward, you know, when I can? Because I know it will, you know, be reciprocated. Yeah. Know, in some form or fashion. Yeah, but... It is, but it is being reciprocated. All yeah. that good hard work you put out is starting to you starting to see the fruition of it. Yes, yeah, man. Thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful you're seeing it. Yeah, because you because I've because I've seen the road you traveled. Yeah, you know bro. I'm saying I've you, seen the trials and tribulations. Yeah, firsthand. Firsthand, all ten years. You know? And we all have them. Yeah, but look, you here. <laughs> Got a little Shibu Inu. Yeah, Dilla, what up? Sheesh. <laughs> Sheesh. But anyway, um, are you happy that there's a uh, African nation in the in, in the semi semifinal oh, of the World Cup? I'm always happy, you know, <laughs> whenever we got at least a representative of the continent in yeah, there. Yeah, Mor- so, Morocco. So Morocco is in know, the final four. Shout out to Morocco, you know, Northern Africa. They mm-hmm. do your thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still, you know, black star to the heart. Yeah. You know. Shout out to my Ghana four out mm-hmm. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know my 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 Brazilians. Yeah, I know, bro. That's 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 if anything, you know, that's my that's my second team. I have a personal Molto connection triste. to them. Yeah, definitely a, you know? a personal connection to yeah. Brazil for yeah. sure. Pele is his uh, godfather, Walter. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny. I I give you a little story. So I met Pele. I don't forgot when I met him. Maybe I want to say six years ago, seven years ago. But I did meet him, and they're like, "Oh, I know your godson." He was like, oh, you know, and he knew, like, he was like, oh, for real? Tell him I said hi. I was like, and I was just, at that point, I was like, oh, so yeah, because it was serious. Like, no wrong I, I, in my book. This guy here, his, his, Pola Pirata, my guy here, I, I, I was scrolling IG one day and I'm like, yo, he's sitting with my godfather. What is Pele doing in New York? You know, so I hit him and he's like, yeah, um, I asked him about you. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. One of the first things I asked him, I said, no, I didn't ask him. I just said, I know you're a godson. He yep. laughed, you know, and then he's like, oh, tell him I said hi. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he didn't forget about you. No, he definitely has. You know? Definitely has. You know, he's having little health problems, but. Yeah. You know. We're definitely. Hopefully um, he pulls through. Uh, I build that he pulls through as well. But mm-hmm. you know when that kind of news comes out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I understand how quick they were, you know, they wanted to make sure that they can control the narrative, but yeah. you know, I, I kind of already accepted it for what it is. So mm-hmm. I just, I just honestly, I hope, I hope God pops is comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he, I mean, they say he's doing better. You know, I mean, his spirit was definitely up. Right. You know, I think he was definitely getting, feeling the love worldwide. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully that, that, that has helped in, in, in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so so beside all this, so we found out you recently um, started managing Cormega. Yes. So how did that happen, bro? <laughs> honestly, um, I'm not surprised. I, no, I honestly didn't think that. No, yo, like it's it's yo, it's crazy because a week and a half before that, mm-hmm. you know, we're. You know, we're at Nas's, you know, King's Disease 3 yeah, uh, I, I saw, release party. I saw you in the, in the videos. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people were in me. He's like, yo, <laughs> you know was that I mean? you in the cut? Saw you in the cut, right behind J. Period. Yes, yeah, so, of course. So J. Period, yeah. of course, who I work with, you right. know, was DJing the, you know, the party that evening. And then, like, a week and a half later, I get a text mm-hmm. from, you know, this dope project manager slash PR, like, she does everything. Her name is Dove Clark. Mm-hmm. And she reached out to me and she was telling me that she, you know, mentioned my name to Cormega and right. about management and mm-hmm. said he was interested. And I was like, right. okay, well, we'll have a talk. So, you know, she we started the group chat. Mm-hmm. Peace, peace. Yeah, we know each other through mutual people. Right. Cool. All right, well, we'll talk whenever you're ready. I wasn't going to press the situation. right, right. right. And then, um, like, four or five days later, 
my brother Magnetic Wave, um, also known as Alex, down with Sweet Chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother Magnetic Wave. You know, he hit me because Cormega had hit him about asking about how he can get some shows. Mm-hmm. Alex is like, yeah, I'm going to link you up with my my, my guy, Celine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Corey was like, that's the dude I was supposed to call. Let right. me call him. Right. And he called me and he was like, yo, I didn't know you don't magnetic. I'm like, yeah, I didn't know you knew Lord Ness. Yeah. I didn't know you. Do- Shout out to Lord Ness. Yeah, it's Doing like degrees thing. of separation of people that we all knew. And he right. was like, okay, this is right. Let, like, let's get to it. I think I thought about it probably about maybe a day or two and I was like however you want to move let's move mm-hmm. and he was like yeah mm-hmm. let's get busy and you know for somebody of his caliber mm-hmm. who hasn't had a manager for 20 plus years really? you know he's a Grammy winning award artist he's right. a Source Award you know winning hip hop artist mm-hmm. you know he he's an author and he's laid down classics, you know, in the independent wave that was a blueprint for a lot of these artists that are out here moving now. And mm-hmm. for him to ask for management in this stage of his career, honestly, I think, you know, he's a, he's his own machine. Mm-hmm. You know, but for him to trust me to work with him, that's definitely like a super blessing. Like, you got to imagine, man, in 94, I was back in D.C. Yeah. You know, running around the streets, and Illmatic was in my Walkman. Right. Not a CD. It was in my Walkman cassette right. tape. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you hear the line with Cormega, and then just to turn around, and I'm, you know, a week and a half before, I'm chilling with Nas and him, and then now I'm managing his, one of his right-hand men. Mm-hmm. Man, you would literally think somebody just, like, wrote that script, but... I, <laughs> I guess the universe has something in line for me. So Yeah, the universe is keeping you busy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you definitely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, because yeah. when I saw that, I was like, wow. You know? Yeah, like, bro. What the, what, what the I, I, I'm, sometimes I'm, I still sit back and be like, I still have to like pinch myself a little yeah. bit because, you know, your you're, you're fans are the people that, you know, you work with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can say that, like, growing up, I was always wondering who this guy, the guy Rakim was. And then later in my years, you know, I work with him constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, you're running around in the college campuses, 93, 94, you know, and running around the streets, and then you're wondering who this Wu-Tang Clan is. And then you turn around and you work with every Clan member. Mm-hmm. And then you end up working, you know, stage managing their 25th anniversary of 36 Chambers. Like, there's so many, there's so many things that I, like, I could, like, I, I came up in the 80s and 90s of listening to that. And then mm-hmm. to turn around and work with all of these amazing artists is just, sometimes it's just seriously mind-blowing, honestly. Yeah, especially, like, when you was working at the Howard. You was, <laughs> you was running into everybody. Everybody came through Everybody, the Howard, yeah. the Howard Theater. I'm Everybody. so thankful for that mm-hmm. place because that literally um, jump started a lot of stuff, you know, with the live event space. You know, if it wasn't for the Howard Theater, I wouldn't have linked with, you know, Trey Cheney, mm-hmm. you know, who played Poot on the Wire and is yeah. now getting ready to. That's the dude who lives in Atlanta, right? Yeah, he's in Atlanta. You know, I. I tour manage him because he's also you know a a, a music artist he's an entertainer but you know now he's being featured in bmf at the top of 2023 Mm -hmm. so you know from you know working with sheila e to morris day you know robert glasper and then turn around you know one night it's the locks or another night is jizza and then Another nice Mo Def come through. Like it's just so many people within five years that Fifty Cent, fifty yeah, Fifty Cent, KRS One, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Hill, uh, Flowetry. Yeah, I can go on and on. Sometimes and, I think back like I and I forget because right. sometimes you know when you you have those memories that pop up. Well, well you got all the pictures. Yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. I, arch- I archived a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I archived no, Walter, a lot. He has pictures with everybody. I ain't gonna. I'm not saying that just to be saying that. He has pictures with everybody. I mm-hmm. thought I had pictures with a lot of people. <laughs> this guy, this guy right here. 
You know what I'm saying? And and don't forget Chappelle. Yeah, definitely Dave. That that's a total blessing. Um, mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you know, like again, working with Jay Period, um, when I moved here, 2021, he hit me up in April of 2021 and was like, "Now we know that you're up here because we worked with each other whenever he would come down to DC and do right. things at the Kennedy Center, right, 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 for the you know the hip hop division over there. Yeah, and I would usually do a lot of marketing and promotion for them and. Mm-hmm be part of their, you know, events, doing giveaways and things of that nature. And, you know, when he found out I moved to to Brooklyn, he was like, all right, now it's time to work. Right. So the first actual gig was um, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, nice. Where he was the uh, first artist to appear on The Tonight Show since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Tiffany Goucher and Black Thought. And um, it was for the single... Uh, that was off his album, um, Story to Tell, which was narrated by Dave Chappelle. Right. And just through that, and then ended up getting to, you know, work with Dave or being invited to certain things that he had. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew him before because his main security is one of my mentors. Right, right, right. And they all come from D.C. Right, you know, right. Dave's from D.C. too. Mm-hmm. When I first met Dave, I met him with my my youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. It was in 2017. Yeah. And it was literally three days after Prodigy passed away. Wow. And I was like, okay, this this makes my day. We get to go meet Dave because my mentor was like, yo, he's in the city. I told him you're coming. Mm-hmm. Go there. He's there with his wife. And then from then on, it's just been, it's been literally mutual. Mm-hmm. So once you get to work with Jay, period, and... You know, he's hanging out in Yellow Springs with Dave, and then whenever right. Dave is doing something in New York or D.C. and wants to include Jay, you know, all right, Celine, pack up. It's time to go. We got, yeah. we got stuff to do. So it's been a total blessing, man, like seriously. Yeah, because you did the same for us. Remember when we went, um, what's his name, Major Hype? Yeah, Major Hype. That's my we, brother, we, yeah, we man. We came from New York. Yeah. Then Celine was like, yo, I'm on, I got y'all. We yeah, went, was we I even the, there? Yeah, we went to the hotel. We met him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I took you to the hotel. hotel we, yeah. met, we met his manager. We met him. Yes. And then we went to the show. Yes. And it was all because all of you. Yeah, shout Listen. out to Major Height, one yeah, of the, was, one was, of the that, funniest, man. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, that's my brother right there. That He's one of the most personable people and all just so super down. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I told him that y'all were coming to town, he was like, yeah, link it up. Yeah. We're like, sure enough. So, see, so, so you know, like one hand washed the other, I always say so. Indeed. You know? But, 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 bro, you do a podcast too, Chopping It Up podcast. Yes, Chopping It Up with so the Conduit. So how do you feel, how do you feel about podcasting? Because I know that's not, that's not your, that wasn't your thing. It wasn't, it, it wasn't my thing. It was um something I loved listening to and right. getting into, you know, but I never thought that was something that I would, actually start doing Mm -hmm. and it was all at the urging of you know my wife at the time she at the time you know when we were recording each other and things of that nature and this was during the pandemic and I had a lot of people just keep reaching out like yo what are you doing right since you know you're not in the live event space like what are you doing with your downtime I'm seeing everybody doing things on IG are you I was like, well, I'm not even thinking about it. I don't want to get into that. But I kept getting more questions. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, let me just ask my brother, you know, if he want to go on with me and we'll see how the first episode goes. So right. I hit up my brother, John Forte, mm-hmm. who uh, started our first episode. And I think that first, uh, the first episode, we put it up the live on IG and it just like got, crazy views and mentions and mm-hmm. she hit me and she was like yo you have a talent you have you have a gift I'm like I didn't I didn't know she was like you I think you should push and continue to do this and I honestly was nervous right and then she was like no just all you're doing is is having a conversation with the people you worked with or you know right right I'm like yeah and it's like okay so hit up my second guest I was a uh, Rock Marciano, right? Hit up Rock. Rock was like, yeah, I'll chop it up with you. Got on IG Live, and then 
he gave us the first exclusive of, you know, he was, I already knew he was working on Marcia Lago. Right. But that was the first time we let the world know what he was working on. Because he don't on. do podcasts. No, like he that. doesn't do podcasts. Yeah. So, that, so for was, him to sit down with me, was, he was like, was a, yeah, let's do win. it. That, that was a, was a win. super win. That was a big win right there. And then she was like, okay, you're on to something. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be your next guest? And the next guest was a DJ Duwop. Okay. And that's, you know, my brother. Shout out to Duwop. And we talked on, you know, for a nice good 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to get <laughs> your SoundCloud together. <laughs> we need to get you registered, this and this and that. And then after that, it just... Everybody just started coming on from Pete Rock to mm-hmm. Bumpy Knuckles. Right. And so how many seasons? You, you did like five seasons? We did uh, four seasons. Four We're about seasons. to start the fifth season in the new year, right. 2023. Um, we're definitely going to be doing it in studio. Um, some of my guests wink, will wink. be. Yeah, wink, wink. Walter, you're going to be busy. So um, <laughs> some of it will be on online due to, you know, the guests who might not be in town. But right. a majority of the guests, whoever, you know, are in the new NYC area. Mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna we're gonna turn around and do something new because a lot of the guests that I asked would come on. It was like, yo, you're gonna go into a studio. Mm-hmm. And I told my wife, she was like, okay, I think it's time. We can yeah. go ahead and see what that's about. So. Uh, as a podcaster, do you do you find it hard to keep to like to maintain a certain type of um, podcast? Because you know, because it's hard maintaining a podcast. Yeah, it's hard. I honestly, could, you know, getting guests. Yeah, getting guests. And just keeping the momentum going. Yeah. It, it, it literally can go from guest to guest. Like, you can have a guest that people love, and then you can have a show where people hate. Yeah. And then it just, it'll just keep on going. Well, that's where, you know, I learned from her. She taught me how to pivot. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to keep, uh, we don't have to keep interviewing artists. We can right. do people behind the scenes. And that's important, bro. So that's we started important. covering, you know, stuff. I, st- I started reaching out to, you know, manage- managers that I know. Right. And people behind the scenes who were big wigs that were, you know, doing the stuff behind the scenes but never get the recognition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had my 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 other mentor, my big brother, uh, Big Block, right. you know, who brought Boys in the Hood. You mm-hmm. know, him come on and talk about Bad Boy South and— right what he's done to the game and what he done with Jeezy, so on and so forth. Or I would have Dove Clark on who, you know, she's this project manager, but at the same time, she's worked with the likes of a Jermaine Dupree to, I mean, a plethora of stars, DJ Paul from right. 36 Mafia, like right. going, so on and so forth. Or I can talk to a gentleman like my um, brother, you know, Daytuan Thomas, mm-hmm. you know, editor-in-chief of, uh, you know, Vibe Magazine yeah. and, get his perspective on his life because he helped cover the culture. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the one who's always rhyming. You know, I even, you know, interview producers and DJs and things of that nature. So we want to make sure we cover the whole spectrum. Because like I tell people, everybody has a story. Yeah. And if you, and if you're so strung out on just, let's say interviewing a celebrity, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss a whole bunch. You're going to miss a whole bunch. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I tell people that because, you know, I've done over 100 episodes mm-hmm. between two podcasts. And it's like, I like the people that are in the behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Why? Because they always have the most interesting stories. Facts. You, I can always get, I, like, we all know famous people. I can yeah. always get them. And they'll just tell me the same stories I know that they did over and over again. Right. Now, see, and when then, I come from, now, pardon me for cutting your yeah, wisdom. Go, 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 go. But when it comes to that, I make sure that. Like I go back and do and listen to interviews that yeah. the, the art you know the artists or people I had on before, and I make sure that each question is different. I'm not asking them the same stuff. Right, we're literally having an actual conversation, and if it leads into a story that they want to talk about, and they'll talk about it, mm-hmm. but they'll be more in depth with me right. than they would with a person that they're not comfortable with. Yeah, like perfect example. Um, when we had Duwop, mm-hmm. and Duwop uh, revealed to me about uh, um, when Prodigy came in on a session of of you know of a song, you know because there was the squabbling going back and forth between Prodigy and Jay Z, mm-hmm. and like Duwop was literally at the center of it, right. and he told his story about how Prodigy came in behind and just started going like. 
it blew my mind. Like, I had no idea about this, you know, particular story. I was happy that we were the first ones who got it. Mm-hmm. Three years later, he, three, four years, no, what? Yeah, two, three years later, he just talked about the same story on Rosenberg and Cyphers like three weeks ago. Yeah, see? You know, I I, I wanted to dig and text Rosenberg like, yeah, bro, I had that first, but <laughs> I was, I'm going to let them live. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, your exclusive was my exclusive. Joke. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, yeah, because he's de- and exactly what he let off with it as a highlight. That. Wow. Well, like, yeah, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I told you. Even like, I mean, we've had conversations about your podcast. I I think we, you know, like you should have artists. Like artists, I mean, like because I told you. Yeah, you want to give me the Danny, graph artist, Danny Cortez. Yes. Like that. You should definitely get into that. It's so many artists that you can like. I just had uh, Al Diaz. You know, mm-hmm. he writes, yes. He 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 writes uh Samo. He used to be with Basquiat and all that. Okay. I just had him on. Wow. And I, and I just think that you, that's a void that you can like hit up and you, bro, you have a, a another audience listening to your stuff. Well, we we definitely you know? trying to expand expand the brand, you know. But yeah. uh, you know, when we took this hiatus, a uh, uh, a lot of it came because, you know, my management of artists and, you know, a lot of Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. That's what traveling, I'm so. Yeah, how does how do you have time to do a podcast with your schedule? <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I mean, honestly, this was the first time we took this long hiatus. Right. Usually we take a maybe a two a month and a half, two month hiatus and then get right back into it. Yeah. You know, this time right now we what I don't think we've recorded a Podcasting probably maybe four or five months. Really, my last podcast was uh, pro skater uh, Steve Stedham, okay. who was just um, recently um, inducted to the Skateboard Hall of Fame. Nice. So uh, you know that was that was the last one, but um, I knew going into the new year, you know, we got a couple, we got a couple ones under the belt that's nice. going to surprise some people and the thing about it that is going into this live format mm-hmm. i think it's just going to help grow it even more yeah because i do i do like three months like once i finish this a, a season i take three months take off. three months yeah but during that three months i'm still recording yeah no it's not recording to bring out right like right now i'm in like my little three-month thing okay so i'll start back in february but i, I work on merch and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh just creating partnerships with you know, I, I get a lot of stuff free now. So yeah, I know. I like, I like to continue that. Right, continue that. So yeah. you know, I gotta, I gotta yeah. like, it's it, it's a whole business. Free thing. stuff is good. Oh yeah, it's amazing, bro. Indeed. Um, sponsors is just amazing. Yeah, that's definitely what we're gonna have to talk yeah, about because that's yeah. the realm that you know we want to definitely start. Trust me, they come pushing more. Yeah, they, you know? they come. Okay, they literally, <laughs> they'll knock on your door. Hey, you do this podcast? Well, I have this, but um. Yeah, man. So, what is the uh, so what are you, what are you working on new now? Uh, new now, right now. Um, already got five lockdown starting for you know the podcast starting twenty twenty three. Nice. Um, right now, uh, we're just on wind down time, honestly, because everything is coming twenty twenty three. Uh, January seventh, um, we'll be in Amityville, New York, mm-hmm. at the Amityville Music House. Right. Cormega will be there with uh, performing with a live band. Nice. Um, we'll have some special guests. Mm-hmm. Um, also, January starts the the rollout of Skinner Max from Fly Anakin on mm-hmm. Lex Records. And we'll be dropping the first single, uh, Blicky Bop, um, I think January 11th. And that's produced totally by Foise. So, you know, I'm working with some other artists. Um, my other artist, Tourish Benji, mm-hmm. uh, just released uh, the Ultrasound EP. Nice. I would like for people to go check him out. He's definitely has a different star power. Um, mm-hmm. He was featured heavily on uh, Pink Sifu's album, Gumbo. Mm-hmm. So he was part of uh, Sifu's GK fam. and um, We got to know him at South by Southwest mm-hmm. uh, last last March. And he came aboard April under management and mm-hmm. been, you know, Getting him in tune, yeah, to start get ready, have a nice twenty twenty three, and then of course you know uh, I also work with uh, the producer Sadu Gold, mm-hmm. who has a lot of uh, placements on on a lot of Griselda work and mm-hmm. with Makami and Tyler the Creator, 
and also uh, Rim the Villain, formerly of our brother Sean Price, um, mm -hmm. artist. And he's got a couple uh, stuff in the cut. Uh, Rembrandt and then um, a collab album coming with Pete Rock. Wow. So trying to work, man. So you trying? Or I, think you, I think you're doing, buddy. <laughs> trying. Shit. I, I try. <laughs> but one thing I, I say, you make sure you make merch for your podcast, bro. Yeah, we we definitely. I'm been, just saying. Um, trust me, like I it make, works. It works. You know, what I'm saying I make I've made so much merch, and it's like all over the place now. Mm. But don't let that, don't don't don't. You got to make merch, bro. Definitely. I'm just telling you. All right. You know? I, I I definitely got that in, in, locked in up here for sure. Yeah, merch, merch. Because chopping it up with the conduit. Yeah. Podcast on Vivo. <laughs> No, that's good, bro. So let me let me see let me see any 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 anything else you want to cover? Oh yeah, rest in peace, Ski Black, and rest in peace, Hovain. Yeah, Hovain was my man. brother. Yeah, rest in peace. You know, man. I can remember back in the days I gave him a, a, a Fendi uh, like a satchel. Yeah, that's when because he used to always be with Troy Ave. Mm. I mean, uh, I used to always see Hovain at the Brooklyn Nets games, mm -hmm. and because I used to always be in the suites, and he used to always be there, but he didn't want nobody to know he was there. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. he was a good dude, bro. Yeah, definitely was. Um, he was a good dude. Yeah, rest in peace to that brother. He was actually the one um, who was instrumental in helping uh, get uh, Trey Chaney a placement for BMF. Nice. So, you know, if it wasn't for Hovain. Yeah, he was know, a dot connector, bro. Big time. And that's, big that's time. it's funny that, it's funny because when I hear about him and I look what he does, I think I kind of, I don't know. In a sense, I think I have similar, like, pattern myself kind of to, like, what he does, whereas yeah. he has his hands in a lot of things behind the scenes. Yeah. I would like to think, you know, I kind of move in that manner, too, mm -hmm. with a lot of stuff that I help, you know, connect behind the scenes. So, you know, when that passing, you know, came, that 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 hit hard. So, yeah. you know, rest in peace to Hovain and definitely salutes to it, you know, and love to his family. Mm -hmm. And, uh... Yeah, rest in peace to, to Ski as well, man. Mm -hmm. I already know what time it is. <laughs> I already know right. what time it is. Low life legend. Yeah, low life legend. Yeah, man. But, 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 ugh, I'm tongue-tied. But uh, how, how's your family, bro? Yeah, man, we, we, they're hanging in there, man. Uh, the babies, you know, they're they're big, of course, now. You know, all doing their thing <laughs> right now. Little one, she got up here with me. Yeah, I see. You know, this is the new one. This is the, my, my my Shiba Inu Dilla. She said, "I'm going on." Yes, and uh, I'm going on this. She's the uh, official mascot for the J Dilla Foundation. There you go. We actually got the actual blessing from official Ma Dukes mm -hmm. and her husband Tony, who are good friends of ours. Yeah. Um, because you know, there's a lot of people that would take a certain person's name and not ask permission. Right. So when my wife was like, I want to name her Dilla, I was like, well, let's ask Ma Dukes first and see if that's cool. And yeah. Get that Ma Dukes was like, oh, yeah, she down with it. And we're going to make her the official mascot for the foundation. Look so, at that. Yeah. So she a true Dilla dog. I see. And, and she's sitting on the couch yeah, and chilling. She chilling. She <laughs> said, I'm on this show. Forget about y'all. <laughs> it's my show. But anyway, um, where can they find you on the internets? If uh, you want to be found? The internets, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram, uh, Baba underscore LP underscore seven. Um, and y'all can go to chopping it up podcast.com and chopping is without a G. Mm -hmm. And um, y'all can go in there and uh, click on the links and, you know, catch up on our episodes starting from season one all the way up to now. Um, so when does when does the new season start? Starting January twenty twenty three. January twenty twenty three. Yeah, January twenty twenty three. Now, don't say stuff and then don't do it. I feel you, bro, because I know you want me here. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't say stuff because they'll trust me. They will. They oh, will, they're gonna be looking. They I know. will hunt you down. Yeah, I know. January kind of like what happened? Where's the show? Where's What's the going show? on? Yeah, they'll be clicking on the links. Yeah. It's, it's, you, it's coming. You gonna have to come with an apology video. It's coming. I ain't got no problem doing it. <laughs> a little fifteen second video, like. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we said January. Uh, we might. Have I was to move joking. It. it was February. Yeah. 
February got some big things coming too. Yes. So we got we have to wait and see how that like goes. for me, my show my show starts February, I think, fifth. But I already have okay. the episode uploaded on YouTube oh, for wow. February fifth. Okay. So no matter rain, sleet, or snow, it's going up. It's gonna drop. Okay. So just keep that in mind when you're telling people that it's gonna drop. <laughs> Cause they're gonna fuck yeah. with it. They're gonna be ready, like, okay. You wanna get on camera, baby? She's on camera now, I think. She's on camera now. Walter, she's on camera, right? Yeah, say what's up, Dylan. You know what I'm saying? We got we got doggies on camera. Yeah, that's peace. You know what I'm saying? Now, this is a show. <laughs> we got Shiba Inus. You had to get, on, you had to get up here, huh? Okay, so speaking about Shiba Inus, I had one 10 years ago, and I paid 1500 bucks for her. Hmm. And I ended up giving her up. Oh, wow. I gave her away to one of my cousins. Because I moved into an apartment where they, they wouldn't take dogs. Mm. I was just heartbroken. I was like, really? I gave her to my dog? So then you see her today now. And I see her and it yeah. brings it all back. Like it all hits me like a ton of bricks. I feel so bad I gave up my dog. But they're beautiful dogs. Yes, she is. You know, they, they got they have black ones, mm-hmm. brown ones, brown and ones. white. I always wanted a white though. Some reason I always wanted a white dog. I don't know why. Yeah, she was super, so it was something super special because her her brother, when we went to go to the, uh, what I guess what what's the name of the place, babe? Manhattan Puppies or something. I don't know. Yeah. But they put us in a little seating area, uh-huh. and it's like, okay, if there's a dog, we're gonna bring it to you. Something you think about. So we're sitting in there, and then they bring her brother out first, mm-hmm. and he was like reddish brown, and he just comes in there, and yeah. He's not coming near us at all. He's being a little shithead. I'm like, all right, man, let's go. <laughs> then they took us over to an- another area. Right. So she was in there. Right. But then there was this cocker, little cocker spaniel in there. Little cocker spaniel was super cute, man, like just running around. Yeah. But the thing that fucked it up for us, cocker spaniel started nipping at our sneakers. Oh. I mean, like, nah, no, that's a no. dub. Gotta keep that down. And then every time she was trying to come towards us, right. the Cocker Spaniel was, like, bowing her out the way. Like, yeah. nah, these are my peoples. He's like, no, we want to have some chill time with her. So mm-hmm. they took us back over to another space with just her. And she got in right between us and fell asleep. Oh, there we, it knew is. It, we knew it was her. She that knew was she it. Was, she knew she was going home. Yeah, that was it. So Did it have, did it have any black ones there? Um, not that I remember. Just no. the it's the brownish red one. Just the brown one, and she was the only one there that color. Come on, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, bro, you hit the jackpot. You got a white sheep on. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Some people are so lucky. Yes. Yes, we are blessed. Yeah. So, okay, guys, we we're, we're gonna wrap this up. You can find me on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Soupy Podcast. If you sign up to my Patreon, you will get this episode tonight when I upload it. If not, you have to wait till February. <laughs> so the choice is yours. You can pay $5 and see Celine with his dog, or you can wait till February and see it on YouTube. It's all up to you. Thank you for coming, my brother. Thanks for having me, my um, brother. Hopefully you come back. Yes, definitely. You know, bring some of your artists. Yeah, I think or that just would come be a definitely. And just come, come and just and record it. your podcast. Yes, that's what, that's another thing I know you're going to hit me you up You know about. what I'm saying? Because I think you will be great here. Well, I you thank know? you for the huge welcome, bro. You know, once you, you know, you know Walter. Uh, is, uh, that's Josh. You know, he's the owner of this place. Okay. I think I gave you his number. Yes, you did. So just connect with him. Yeah, connect and reach out. And bro, I'm telling you, 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 you can do wonders here. For sure. And bring your dog. Yeah. And your wife. Yeah. It's all good. Everybody's welcome. But yes, we would uh we'll be back with another show very, very soon. I don't know who's the next guest is because you know, people It's okay if I get a quick shout out. Go ahead. Yo, peace to the gods and the earths and the babies. Shout out to Fly Anakin, Cormega, Torridge Benji, Sadu Gold, Rim the Villain, Trey Cheney. Y'all make sure you go check all of them out, man. Yeah, we out here. We're trying to do some work. And on that note, we are out of here. Ciao, Soupy Podcast.
Me. Mm-hmm. 